Where's Francis? <laughs> Where's Francis? Where's Francis? <laughs> Where's Francis? That is the name of the episode. That is the name of the episode. Exco, give it to you. What? Wait for you to get it on your own. Exco, deliver to you. Knock, knock, open up the door to spread. With the non-stop pop out from stainless steel. So hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the mother one day if you get it. Hello and welcome to the Big Yap and Fries Movie Podcast. I'm Ian. And I'm Gavin. Welcome. This is a special edition uh, review special yeah. of McGap and Fries Movie Podcast. We're going to be reviewing Deadpool. Because we got to see it earlier than all you other fuckers. That's right. <laughs> there was an embargo, so we couldn't do this review any earlier. By the time this comes out, some of you have probably already read some reviews, but those reviews ain't shit. No. Till you've heard ours. Yeah. As uh, usual, McGap and Fries is proudly sponsored by GreenRoom136.com Urban Carry Gear. Yes, we are. Yes. Awesome bags, awesome straps. Just fucking log into that website and pick some shit up. Yeah. Or, or you can also listen back to our uh, uh, our last episode so you can uh, find out about the competition in which you can win some Green Room 136. Yeah, as a spoiler cast, we won't do that in this, but you'll listen to this or the next podcast, you'll be able to Yeah, you just, just listen back to the old episode so you can get some details on the competition so you can win yourself a bag. Yeah, and Green Room 136 provide bags like the Rainmaker, which is the Road Warriors carry-all backpack. Comes in two sizes, and the immediate appeal is its rugged design. Super comfortable, plush straps, features three compartments, front will carry your essential like chargers, hard drives, journals, etc. Commonly the front packets, pa- uh, pockets on competition backpacks are slim and barely carry much, but not on the Rainmaker. If you would like to get a Rainmaker, go to greenroom136.com and use the offer code MACYAP10. That's M-C-Y-A-P-10. And uh, you'll get 10% off. Yeah, and if you have any questions or criticisms or whatever, you can email us at podcast at mcgappenfries.com. Yeah, let us know what you thought, think of Deadpool when you get to see it. It's uh, it's getting an early release in Malaysia thanks to Chinese New Year, so it'll actually be out this Tuesday the 9th. Yeah, thanks to Chinese New Year, and just so, uh, so you, know, you, know, you know they release it early here just to piss the pirates off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get yeah, that's off. right. Ah, shit! Anyway, so... Um, what we'll do is we'll review the movie first with no spoilers, and then we'll have a very clearly signposted spoiler section for the end. Yes, once we're done with that, we'll give you a fair amount of time to uh, stop listening if you haven't seen the movie already. Yeah. Okay. Don't fall asleep to this one and wake up in the middle of third act spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's very safe to say I enjoyed this movie very much. <laughs> I enjoyed it very, very much. We can say that we've seen a lot of the, there's been some of the awesome hype about this. The trailers have been pitch perfect. The marketing behind this movie has been insane. Yeah. It's been ridiculous. And thankfully, it lives all, up to the hype. It lives up to the hype. And not only that, they've done that thing I fucking love with trailers and stuff where some trailers will always go back to the lovely bones and showed you the whole fucking movie. And it was the whole fucking movie. It pretty much was, yes. Whereas yes. The, all the clips we've seen of Deadpool so far all of them are pretty much enhanced by an extra line here, an extra line there, or a joke immediately preceding it or following it. Yeah, I think one of the concerns, uh, and I had this concern as well, uh, watching the trailers and watching the um, you know the clips that they released online and stuff like that, is that you kind of get the impression that maybe they're showing you all the best gags. Yes. Um, they aren't. They aren't. And uh, the gags that they are showing aren't the full gags. Yes. Uh, and that... And that's very cool because that is something that does not happen often. No. A lot of the time, if you assume they're showing you all the best gags, they are. Yeah. And uh, even if they're not showing you all the best gags, the gags that they're showing you in the trailer are usually the full gags. This one, they are almost... All the gags they're showing in the trailers are big laugh points in the movie, but none of those gags are the full gags. They all have things that happen just before or just after that makes it pay off even better. Yeah. We'll get to those in the spoiler section. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's that, and there's also just the shock factor of, like, because 
I was worried because the test footage that was leaked that got the movie made was focused on this car chase. Yes. yes. And this car chase has been in the, the trailers as well, as well. And they've actually talked about it, you know, the 12 bullet section they, they call it. They've been calling it in pre-release stuff. Yeah. And I was worried that that, that is a large part. It's a large chunk of the movie. It is a pretty large chunk of the movie. I mean, I mean and that also, uh, you know, ties into what Ryan Reynolds has been saying in interviews about how they found a way to make this movie the right way with a modest budget. Yeah. And if you think about it, this movie is really just like about three or four uh, set pieces. Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. They've just been really clever about how they've split it up so you can leave one part of the story and venture off into another. Yeah, it's, but, it's but, incredibly laser-focused on what it's trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, in terms of plot, the plot is very simple. They're not, you know, as edgy as the character is, uh, and as edgy as the, the sort of approach to the, uh, the character and to the film is, you know, that does not filter through into the story. The story is a pretty much a straightforward origin story. Yeah. Um, but what makes the movie so much fun is the same thing which made the actual comic books fun, is that it's not the plot so much as just the character. Yeah. Uh, and Ryan Reynolds just tears the shit out of this part. It's like Avatar, where James Cameron used a simple, you know, natives versus uh, settlers story yeah. to be the, the jumping point for his effects. Yeah. This is basically a, a framework for Ryan Reynolds to <laughs> monkey around on. Yes. Which is perfect, actually. A perfect yeah. word. <laughs> I mean, even... You know, even when you watch um, X X Men Origins Wolverine, and you can attest to what a piece of shit that movie is. Yep. Nobody who saw that movie can go, okay, Ryan Reynolds is a bad Deadpool. Yeah, that one scene. That I actually rewatched. I went back to rewatch it recently for some research. That yeah. one scene where it's showtime. Yeah. There's one. There's one flashback scene showing what happens with Weapon X, and there he's a pretty good. Deadpool, yeah, without the, the without, scarring, without the scarring, without the mask, you know that bit in the that bit in the elevator, elevator. where he's just talking shit, yeah, you know, um, don't you ever shut up, yeah, you know, st- you know stuck in a, stuck in an elevator with a bunch of guys on, on a heavy protein diet, you <laughs> yeah, know? you know, so and all re- and the great thing about it is that um, they've really made the best Deadpool movie possible, yeah, in the sense that they understand that what makes the character different from any other comic book character is that he knows he's a comic book character, yes. And they've really taken that and worked it cinematically. So he knows he's a comic book character. He knows he's a character in a movie. And they do the thing they do in the comics a few times where he's telling the audience something and someone in the background will say, who are you talking to? He's like, oh, what, what do you mean? He's like, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to them. Yeah. He does that a lot in the comics as well. Yeah, yeah. And that is nicely done. There's one point he actually grabs the camera. Yes. <laughs> and it's really well done. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things in this film for a fanboy to like. Yeah. Um, and for people who aren't familiar with the character, I think they're going to be very uh, surprised surprised by actually how sweet it is. Mm. Because even though even though it's got a filthy mind, it's it, got a, it's got a, a clean heart. It's well, I won't say it's got a clean heart, but I mean, <laughs> it's got a its mind is way filthier than its heart. Yeah. You know the that that other really clever thing they did with the marketing about marketing it as a love story that also ties into the movie itself where they say yeah this, this, this is a, this is a love story yeah. you know all, I, all this shit happens because of love and I read to give credit where credit's due I read an, a review on Polygon uh, just on the way over here and they mentioned something which was pretty good because it was a female reviewer on that one yeah and she was worried about going into this whether it would be a lot of punching down or sexist jokes and it actually isn't. There actually isn't any. Yeah, really. I mean, there's, a, there's a lot of. It's more like he's just obsessed with. Like he's he's got the mind of a thirteen year old. Yeah, and so it's not really mean natured yeah. slagging. It's just it's slagging. high school. It's yeah. just high. You know, it's like a high school schoolyard just giving each other shit. Is yeah. that kind of th- is that is that kind of stuff? And uh, there's zero sexism mm. in it 
as far as I can see, um, or misogyny or anything like that. I mean, the, you know, the, the, the sort of uh, insults, if you want to call them that, that are thrown towards women have nothing to do with them being women. Yes. Um, they're all entirely to do with how they look or how they present behave. themselves yeah. or how they behave. It's nothing to do with the fact that they're, they're women. Oh, the fact that he just points them in the face or something. <laughs> yeah. It's usually in retaliation or something. It's yeah. not that he's invited. He's not, he's not, he's not throwing, casting the first stone. Yeah. To get to brass tacks though, the movie starts with him in the suit already. And it, like it, it, it tries to change the origin story. It is very much an origin story, but it tries to mix it up a little bit by having, he starts in the suit in a cab. <laughs> Yeah, which which uh, you know, if you've been following all the uh, marketing material, you would have seen bits and pieces of this scene. Yeah, and then it, it it issues chunks of his backstory as it goes along, so you figure out how he got to be this way and everything else like that. So it is, it is basically if you don't know who Deadpool is, he's a Wolverine alike. He has the same kind of healing factor as Wolverine does. He's, he's, a, he's a product of the same Weapon X yeah. um, experiment. Which the movies never really mentioned that it was the Canadian super soldier system. Yeah. They didn't mention that in Wolverine Origins either, right? They didn't mention that in uh, Wolverine, no. But it is completely Canadian. Yeah, it's, it's Weapon X under the auspices of uh, Department K. Yeah. Um, I don't know why Canadians were such, got such a hard-on for fucking mutant super soldiers. It's insane. <laughs> like, since, I mean, Deadpool's, what, 91? Since then, there's been, like, there's thousands of them. Yeah, I know, I know. Half the Marvel Universe is just, like, Canadian fucking super soldier rejects. <laughs> uh, but uh, aside from Ryan Reynolds, um, you know, I mean, the cast, everyone plays their role really well. Yeah. Um, it's it's very cool to see how they use uh, some of the X Men universe, which he is um, often tied to yeah. in the in the comics. Well, I in mean, the co in the comics, I suppose it's more X Force. Yeah, and uh, you know, like uh, he's but he, he crosses. I mean, he's one of those characters like the Punisher who wanders around and will just turn up places. Yes, yes. and it's nice that they get some X Men in there, and he very clearly states that I guess the more expensive ones were away. Yeah, yeah, and there are he references constantly the X Men movies, not the characters, but the actual the movies, movies and the actors yes. repeatedly. Yeah, it's like Professor X wants to see you, and he's just like, hmm, and then he oh. says a line that's very funny. We'll get to that in the later bit, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. For those of you who've seen the movie already and want to just like enjoy revisiting it, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, um, they've, I mean, you talk about budget wise, but they actually have a fully CGI Colossus for the whole thing. I think we can talk about that. He's been in the, he's been in. The, yes, the yes. I mean, it's no secret that Colossus turns up yeah. um, accompanied by uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead I wasn't familiar with this character do you no I'm not 100% sure I think she might have been one of Grant Morrison's new X-Men I right. think I can't right. remember it's like when he introduced Sand at the same time it was a girl in the burka and I think Negasonic might have been one of those as well but like Deadpool says it's a fucking awesome name yeah 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 <laughs> um and, and, the, and Colossus is a sweetheart he is a sweetheart yeah and yeah. the banter the banter between them is very comic book yeah you know I mean you could imagine you could easily imagine that conversation happening in one of the more playful early 90s uh, sort of issues. Yeah. Uh, with regards to the bad guys, we've got Ed Screen and Gina Carano. Gina Carano's got, they're not, they're not given an awful lot to do, but it's more just they're a foil for yeah. Deadpool to bounce off. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I've, uh, I've heard um, a couple of complaints that they say that the, the villains are kind of paper thin, and that is somewhat true. But then mm. again, at the same time, it's not one of those movies in which you're expecting this massive kind of, you know, test of wills between the yeah. hero and the villain. That's not the kind of movie that this is. Mm. Like, like you were saying earlier, this movie is in purely a reason for Ryan Reynolds to go nuts and to show everyone how well cast he is and how much he gets the character. Yeah. You know, and the writers as well. I mean, fair play to the, the Zombieland writers. They really sort of nailed the tone of it. Perfectly. Yeah. Um, and also Tim Miller, I mean, first-time director. 
fucking I didn't realize until again reading other research that he was one of the effects supervisors on Scott Pilgrim yes he was which makes which a lot shows, of sense which shows which yes. shows <laughs> it makes a lot of sense there's an animated section later in the movie which is just fucking hilarious uh yeah but um Miranda yeah, Bacar- just, just Miranda Baccarin gets to play off a very a more sexy character than what she well she means pretty sexy in V I guess but she's like sexy dirty in this she yeah. does get reduced to being so damsel in distress by the end but that's the nature of the story yeah um, TJ Miller gets a good bit of weasel I'm sure there's going to be plenty of outtakes of that Yeah, uh, and I think uh, we'll get to this in spoilers but there are definitely some sections that based upon reviews we've seen this morning from the US we did lo- it, we didn't coming out of the movie didn't felt, feel like we lost much no for Malaysia yeah. um, there's a few scenes where there's a definite grain to the movie which makes it look like it's zoomed in to, so that the naughty bits are off screen yeah. which I think is something Malaysia does sometimes because if there's, if there's dialogue or music playing it's very obvious as a cut yes. whereas if they can zoom in on something or slow down the footage yeah. you can't make it so obvious yeah. there's definitely some sexy time stuff missing oh yeah absolutely absolutely but um, it was done well I didn't notice the cuts and, it did not um, affect my enjoyment of the film at all and a pretty I mean, at least it seemed like all of the language made it in. Yeah. Um, and it, is fil- it was filthy in the Malaysian cut version. It, yeah. was, it was horrifyingly filthy. Yeah. Um, also, Blind Al is in it. I mean, yeah. like all of the sort of um, touchstones of, uh, of the Deadpool canon are yeah. there in some form or another. Yeah. There's some nice little references, visual references. If you're a fan, if you know like who created him and stuff like that. There's a lot of you, that. You, you, will get, you will get a big kick out of that. Even, if, the one, even the one during the credits, the coffee cup. Yeah, yeah, That got yeah. a big laugh. Got, the, yeah, the, yeah. the audience we saw with, obviously, with they, the press screenings, it's sometimes a small audience, sometimes a big audience. This is a big audience. It was mostly dudes in black t-shirts. Yes. For, uh, for a press screening, this was a very big audience. Yeah, and they were very into it. Yeah. Very into it. Um, so, yeah, that's... That's, that's pretty much it. That's I mean, pretty much it. It's really good. Um, I did see someone else tweet about their girlfriend seeing it and not knowing anything about it, and I think it's self-contained enough. Like, it's just he's a dirty superhero. That's all you need to know if you're gonna go. If you want to go see, if you want to see something like Kick Ass, that's funny and it is genuinely funny. The jokes are not like all at the expense of the X Men or something like that. They are just fucking dirty. They're dirty, but also I think it's anyone who has any kind of love for pop culture. Mm. will get a kick out of this movie. It's yeah. not just making fun of of uh, the superhero genre. It's making fun of celebrity. It's making fun of pop culture. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of that stuff in there. And making fun of Ryan Reynolds. Make, yeah, makes fun of Ryan Reynolds. Makes fun of movies. Yeah. Makes fun of superhero movies. I mean, it's it's the fucking superhero movie we we need. Yes. <laughs> and deserve. And deserve. For once. <laughs> I was trying to figure it out a way of working that into one of my reviews earlier. I was like, well, I think it's not only we need it, but we definitely deserve it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, highly recommended, whether you're, a, whether you're familiar with the character or not, whether you're a comic book fan or not, it's, it's, a, it's a fun movie. And I, I recommend going to see it because I think this, it's all rated in the US, it's over 18 in Malaysia. It's expanding what we can expect from superheroes, you know what I mean? The people will just keep doing the same shit, yeah. in other words. Like, the fact that we got Alias as a, as a TV show on mm-hmm. Netflix, the fact that we're getting this, there are people doing things with superheroes that are very different from your standard Superman stuff. Yeah, and... and- and bizarrely enough, like uh, for a movie to be R-rated and to give Deadpool the kind of freedom to say what he wants, in many ways we get a more f- fuller version of Deadpool than we ever got in the comics, mm. which is something you do not hear. Yeah, uh, especially from Fox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, highly recommend. Highly recommend it. Okay, we're going to go full spoilers from this point onwards, so stop now if you haven't seen the movie. So, going into spoilers in five... Four, three, two, one. Seriously, we're going straight into spoilers now. 
Well, the opening sequence is the, the opening credit sequence where they pretty much like spell out like halfway through what's going on in that big fucking uh, cr- uh, crash. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it's just it's just brilliant it is fun. I mean the fact that the first credits was like starring God's perfect idiot yes like the credits are not the credits they just basically list all the people who are involved by their nicknames or and or tropes yeah directed by an overpaid tool yeah uh, starring the hot chick yeah so, you know a CGI character the, a gratuitous cameo oh well, yeah gratuitous cameo <laughs> I think uh, TJ Miller was the, the comedy the comic the, relief the comic relief uh, the you bad know, guy and uh, my favorite of course was written by the real heroes here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wonder writing the script. Do you write that into the script? You'd have to, right? Um, it's just a visual effects shot thing to do, though. Maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, just, uh, just to mention it, uh, uh, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, who wrote yeah. Zombieland, they wrote the screenplay. For have this. they done anything else in between Zombieland and this? Um, not th- I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure if they worked on um, oh, G.I. Joe Retaliation. And Dinosaur. Fuck. Well, that must be one of the were. Okay, Zombieland, Zombieland Two, Deadpool. Okay, that's yeah. you know that, that's when they got their legs. But yeah, I mean, the, the, like I said there's a there's a Rob Liefeld co- coffee cup in that, and yeah. that scene does like you said spells things out. Like Deadpool's giving a wedgie to a guy to a guy in that, and yeah. you very much see that later on in that yeah. thing. Yeah, and and that whole bit with um you know when it introduces uh, Ryan Reynolds like like a God's perfect idiot yeah. what was it. And then you got that picture of Ryan Reynolds in the green, the green yeah, the Green Lantern, Lantern suit, you know, yeah. with, with the thumbs up. You know, and that's just... the thing. There was the, when the trailer came out, there was jokes about don't make the please don't make the suit green or animated. Yeah, and they said uh, T.J. Miller was I think was talking to Empire and said we put a lot in there that we probably won't be able to put in the movie. Yeah, that's still in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> they leave in the all. I mean, it shows what what a good sport Ryan Reynolds is that he is able to like they they put in numerous references to Green Lantern and stuff. Yeah, they, he has a, a, a Wolverine X Men Origins Wolverine Deadpool toy at one point. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, perfect. Yeah. And also, I mean, that whole thing where he even like bitches about himself and is like, "You think Ryan Reynolds has got this far based on his amazing acting?" Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> and the other thing is like, it's Hugh Jackman and Wolverine as well. It's like, oh, how did we get the movie made? And oh, I had to suck a lot of cock. It's a guy whose name rhymes with Wolverine. <laughs> And then he goes into his Aussie accent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Hugh Jackman gets a lot of gets a lot of mention in this. I mean, even like with that the the People magazine. Yeah. The, fucking, at the very fucking end of the movie, the, the emotional climax of the film. You know, Deadpool is taking off his mask to show the love of his life how fucked up he is. And as he takes it off, he's got a picture of Hugh Jackman stapled to his face. But I mean, to me, like the the really sort of unadulterated Deadpool moment, where it's like. Right in that moment, it's like they've nailed this character. Is when, is when he's trying to beat up uh, Colossus. Oh god, <laughs> that was so. He's like, that, that, and, he, he just, and he won't he stop. Won't, that's just genius, right there. Is because he knows he's like, doesn't <laughs> matter. You know, <laughs> you know, if you've seen this, if you haven't seen it, stop. Seriously, spoilers. He's just like he punches him in the face and he breaks his whole hand and it looks horrifying. It looks so. Like that, like, like the, the, it's all loose and flopping, and then flopping over. And then he does it again. And then he does it with his foot. I mean, he he breaks multiple bones in his body trying to beat up Colossus, and Colossus is just fucking standing there. Yeah. Like, wait. wait. Just wait. This is childish. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, and that that you just don't expect that, and just to see him like flopping around, hopping on one foot, trying to figure, trying to figure out how to take Colossus down. It's so good, and then Colossus puts him in an arm clamp. Mm-hmm. And is leading what we would think of you, Wade, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he just like saws his <laughs> fucking arm off. Have you guys seen 127 hours? And he says 127 hours. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> the mo- it- we should say the mask looks fucking amazing. The-, the effects on that are so subtle, but just so nice. Just having his eyes being able to open and close. Yeah, yeah. Adds so much to the character. Yeah, no, I mean like uh, 
they they spent the CG money very wisely. Mm. Um, the other the other like pure Deadpool moment is where's Francis? Yeah, I mean that comes. <laughs> it's that, just we were saying about the story being light, but I mean I think it's Deadpool Annual ninety seven ninety eight. One is the Daredevil one, and the other one is Deadpool's Secret Origin. Mm. And it is basically they got all of this stuff in there. Like it's called the workshop. Mm-hmm. They don't have Doctor Kilbrew because that's a stupid fucking name. Yes, yes. But they do have Ajax. Was there, was there any uh, reference to uh, Black Tom? No, not really. No. I think Black Tom is far too obscure in the X universe. I mean, even for them. Because like, you got to get an Irish villain in there. Or something. But I forgot to look up Cunningham. I'm not sure if Cunningham was one of the three guys he used to hang out with in right. the annual or not. But like that story is that's pretty much the storyline. And like Francis is an asshole. Yeah. And he's he's a. He's just shallow, like, when you read the comic, it's kind of like, this is really 90s, and it's like really, it's taking the piss out of the Weapon X program. Yeah. But they managed to take it and turn it into, like, it, it's, a, it's a good basis for, for his backstory. Yeah. And but, it, that, but that was just brilliant. It's like, where's Francis? Yeah. And he's just where's murdering. It's like a five-minute sequence. Just, just going through motherfuckers. Where's and, Francis? And it's a good reason as well for the suit, because the suit was designed to look cool, whereas in this, he's like, he has got blood all over him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean... I, I was very happy with it. Oh, even the Sister Margaret School for Wayward Girls. That's right. The actual bar he hangs out yeah, in yeah, is, yeah. in the comics, it's run by a guy called Patch, I think it is. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. where all the mercenaries go to hang out. And instead of, in this version, it's a bar run by TJ Miller. And yeah. that's, I was just like, that's really cool. Yeah. Or the fact that the, the, the X-Mansion, like, it's probably footage from the first X-Men movie. Yes, yes, yes. Where it has Professor Xavier's School for Gifted Children. Yes. It's a nice counterpoint to Sister Margaret's School for Wayward Girls. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's a very, it's very clever how they've managed to weave it all together. Yeah. And, you know, we, I had so many concerns. Yeah. Because, because you get to a point where it's like, oh, the trailer is fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, shit, you know, I mean, are they blowing their load with this? I mean, like, what are they Even doing? Even in the movie, I think, right, like, do we have one or two flashbacks while he's still at the car scene? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have two flashbacks about at two that or three. scene. There's so quite, you're like thinking, quite a few. is he going to actually leave this scene at all? I was getting yeah. concerned about that. But yeah. then he does, and then... We get Blind Al and a discussion of Ikea furniture. Yeah, which was genius. Every, they have repeated conversations about the different types of which are preferable. And Deadpool has a preference. Yes, he does. Very clearly. <laughs> We're not getting any fucking Conan or whatever the fuck he says. And also, a blind woman assembling Ikea furniture. <laughs> There's so many things that's just fundamentally wrong with all of it. All of it. It's just genius. I enjoyed it very much. Oh, I, t- <laughs> I, 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 what did she say? She says like she's the is the tired of living than you and the one quit cocaine or something like that. And then as he's leaving, that's like I might not see you again. So I love you. And somewhere buried in this house is a gram of coke. <laughs> and then is that like when Weasel's like going to get fucked up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope this movie makes shitloads of money. Oh, I really do. Like I really don't want to be another Scott Scott, Scott Pilgrim because I seriously love this movie so much. Yeah. It was just pure joy coming out of it and you stay for the pa- after credits and it's of it's course perfect. It's, it's perfect it's perfect Deadpool it's, it's perfect Deadpool yeah I was, I was waiting for another one actually thinking yeah. but it's it, perfect Deadpool yeah. like the the end credit stinger is perfect Deadpool and a perfect fucking response to so many assholes who stay behind yeah because it's, it's not just the Ferris Bueller riff it's yeah. also what you're expecting Nick Fury to show the fuck up yeah 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 I mean what you're still here yeah it's over it's over. <laughs> it's the end of Bueller. I mean, yeah. that, that, that's this like massive spoilers. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're simply spoiling. Yeah. I mean, Stan Lee has his, one of his best cameos. Yeah. As a strip club DJ. Yeah. Stan Lee's cameos, I must say, are getting better and better. Yeah, yeah. They are, they are coming up with cooler and cooler ways. 
to shoehorn him into movies. Uh, looking at the reviews, what we are did to do something. I mean, it's got to the point now where it's like it just needs to be Marvel. He doesn't even need to be the creator anymore. He no. didn't create Deadpool. No. You know? He just turns up. Just fucking turns it's a up. Coming here. I'm Stan Lee. Yeah. I'm Stan a DJ. the man. Excelsior! Um, I did see, so some of the reviews said that, like, so there is one scene where Wade asks um, Vanessa to marry him, and that's even in one of the other Red Band trailers in a wider shot. That was one of the zoom shots. Yeah. Because she's like, where were you hiding that ring? And he's completely, he's just wearing a sweater and, like, no pants. And yeah. it's, just, it's a very gratuitous ass shot. I saw a tweet, or uh, one review said that, you know, I wasn't expecting to see Ryan Reynolds dong in fucking IMAX. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently himself and Marina Baccarin go at it. So we missed out on that as well. All right. So I might be I might be popping down to Singapore soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really have any anything more to say about it other than go see it. I mean, the whole Sinead O'Connor gags with Negasonic. Yeah. The, the, his interactions with her, I find, are really, really great. Yeah. Like the whole thing's like, what's it going to be? Sullen silence or witty comeback? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> Nothing compares to you. Yes. Nothing compares to you. Uh, that line, yeah, and at the end of it, there is a helicarrier. That is a helicarrier. Like, actually, I actually mentioned it to him, and he mentioned it to me afterwards because he didn't hear what I was saying. Right. But it does look like it's like you know the way the helicarrier in the Marvel Cinematic Universe they all have single engines. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this is like um, you know the the, the one shot series where they got another artist to do it, and he's drawn them with like double engines or something yeah, like that. It yeah. looks like it looks like one. It's in a retired one from the eighties or something like that. Right. Which is kind of cool. Um, we have to talk. The Gina Carano fucking moment with Colossus. Yes. I mean, yeah, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah, is for yeah, people yeah, who've yeah, seen yeah, the movie yeah, and yeah, enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. That was, again, it's just taking your expectations and subverting it. Like, here's this woman who knocks Colossus on his ass. Yeah. And then they're fighting, and then her boob pops out. And then he's all like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so oh, sorry. You're, you're so your, beautiful. Your, was it your bosom? <laughs> yes, your bosom. And she's like, oh, thanks. You're really sweet. And then just like, <laughs> pushes him in the cock. <laughs> I, I I've uh, long had a thing for Gina Carano. Mm. She 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 actually is my choice for fucking Wonder Woman. Oh really? Yeah, right. she's got the build. Yeah. Anyway, what are you gonna do? Mm. Are you gonna go see it again next week? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking because my girlfriend really wants to see it, so I'm thinking maybe go see it on Tuesday. Well, also, I mean, my wife wants to see it as well. My wife worships at the altar of Ryan Reynolds. So this. Oh really? Week, oh yeah, yeah. She's a massive Ryan Reynolds fan. I even even that. before the the Deadpool train. Did she like him in that movie with the fat suit? She likes him in all movies. No, because someone mentioned that this movie... Just Friends. Buried and Just Friends as the pin- pinnacles of his acting. Acting. Uh, you know, I mean, like, oh, don't forget about Van Wilder. And uh, yeah. don't forget about... Look, he's... I mean, he's also done, like, some good drama. Like, Buried, he's awesome in well, that's Buried. Really, that was in the... The, the, uh, the, the Nines, he's awesome in The Nines. I mean, I think he's a really good actor. I think part of his problem is that... Um, he gets pegged as a pretty boy? Is that he gets pegged as a pretty boy. That's and, it, sorry. That's also that I think we missed out. Apparently, um, Vanessa pegs him, like, in the ass. There's a dong scene. Like, she... There's apparently, like... The, you know, pegging? Yeah, 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 yeah. That happens, apparently, in the movie, in, in the U.S. Right. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, folks. Okay. So yeah, I mean, please go see this movie because we need more of it. Yeah, more of them. Like when the when when he figures out what to call himself, and then Weasel's like, "It sounds like a fucking franchise." Yeah, he's like, "You're right, <laughs> Captain Deadpool." Okay, no, 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 Captain, no Captain. <laughs> what was it, Mister Never Die? Mister Never, something like that. Ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. It's so good. Go see it. Go see it. Where's Francis? Thanks. Good night.